KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. For a lot of people, when you mention artificial intelligence, the thoughts turn to science fiction, maybe robots. Eventually, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets involved. But today, AI is all around us. It's in the facial recognition on our phones and what filters out spam emails. Now it's heading into the workplace. We have the ability to ask chat GPT questions like, hey, give me a list of discovery questions for migrating this type of database to another type of database. And it'll list out 10, 15 concise questions that we can ask our customers. James Barlow is the founder of Triumph Technology Solutions, a Philadelphia-based data company. He believes people should be excited about AI and not afraid of it because it can make their jobs easier without replacing them. They should be looking at it differently. So, like, the way that we're looking at it is this is enhancing our ability to do our job well. There still needs to be a human element. There still needs to be the human touch. But we can, again, be more efficient in the workplace by using this technology. I'm Matt Leon, and today on KYW News Radio In-Depth, how companies can use AI and what will investing in this technology mean for the future of workers. As someone who makes a living in the field of technology, does artificial intelligence and the strides it's making, do you find it exciting or does it give you pause? No, I find it exciting. You know, there are aspects of it that do give me a bit of pause, but the exciting aspects of it far outweigh the things that make me think otherwise. I feel like the last year we have just kind of turbo boosted as far as what AI can do and how accessible it can be to the average person. Would you agree as someone who's waist deep into this? Absolutely. You know, we've been waist deep into this for a while. And obviously with generative AI bursting onto the scene and into the public eye, that has really brought the attention of AI and what it's doing to the masses. However, we've been seeing, you know, an increase in the use of machine learning and AI over the last five years with our customers. But now, you know, it's front and center with some of the explosive breakthroughs that have obviously have taken place as it pertains to generative AI in the last few months here. When it comes specifically within the average workplace, where are you seeing AI have the most impact? What are some of the things that it is really making a difference in? So we at Triumph Tech actually really embrace ChatGPT. I've given all of our employees, you know, permission to expense pro version of ChatGPT for use within the workplace here. So we're seeing it helpful both from a technical perspective, a sales perspective, and an overall efficiency perspective, even when drafting documents and case studies for our customers. So for example, from a technical sales perspective, we have the ability to ask chat GPT questions like, hey, give me a list of discovery questions for migrating this type of database to another type of database on, on AWS. And it'll list out 10, 15 concise questions that we can ask our customers while we're scoping out a level of effort for that customer and presenting a proposal to them. So it's helpful there. It's helpful in drafting case studies for our customers. You know, we can ask a, a question like, write me a case study about setting up a media services workload on AWS using Elemental Media Convert and Media Live, which are just two the Elemental Media Convert and Media Live are names of AWS services. But the more concise you are, 
with tools like ChatGPT, the better the output that you're going to get. And it'll draft a case study in the format we would expect it to be drafted in. Obviously, at that point, we need to come and add a human touch to it, but it gives us that foundation, saving us hours and hours of work. So that's ultimately a couple of ways that we're embracing the technology. Are you seeing, are you hearing, and just to throw out, you know, a, a bookstore that has found ways to utilize AI to make life easier, life better? Like just in everyday, less tech-dependent business settings, are are you seeing it? I am. I want to come back to the bookstore piece here because I haven't obviously directly talked to any bookstore owners, but I can tell you a way that they can use the technology and make their life easier. But personally, I have a friend, not a business owner, but he works in the healthcare insurance brokerage space. So they're doing quite a bit when it comes to pulling data, writing code for data, functions for, for how to handle data, etc. And I watched him use ChatGPT to create you know, a block of code which would process a formula with him and come up with a calculation in order to give a quote to a customer for health insurance. So that's a business that's not tech dependent like we are, that's using the technology. I want to make this understandable for the layperson, right? So the technology behind generative AI products, right, is what's called a large language model. It's exactly what it says. It's made up of billions of parameters that understand human language dialogue and can take that and interpret it uh, and produce a chat response or produce an image response, whatever. So what you can do with these large language models is fine tune them for a specific purpose, right? So think, you know, okay, I want my large language model to be really good at healthcare and understanding healthcare, speaking healthcare, right? You know, biosciences, et cetera. Or in the case of a bookstore owner, I would imagine that they would want an efficient way to index their inventory and understand when they need more, right? For example, so you can fine tune a large language model so you can ask it a question like, what books am I selling a lot of this month? And it would be able to produce a response and give you a list of your inventory that you've sold a lot of or that maybe you need to buy more of because the volume and the trend that the data you know is showing in which it's selling. So that's one way I can see a bookstore owner you know, really being able to take advantage of this type of technology. Should the average worker be concerned that six months a year their job could be lost to a chat GPT or some sort of a program that can do 85% of what they do. Because I, I can imagine, you know, if you're a customer service or someone at a front desk, it's not hard to see scenarios where a company decides to just put the money, a one-time cost into the technology and be done with it. You think, you know, some workforces have legitimate concerns that they're going to be replaced? I think they should be looking at it differently. So like the way that we're looking at it is this is enhancing our ability to do our job well. There still needs to be a human element. There still needs to be the human touch. But we can, again, be more efficient in the workplace by using this technology. I can't see us, for example, ever replacing, you know, the people that do the work, not in the current state, nor would we want to, right? You know, because humans want to do business with humans. But when it comes to, like you said, the customer service, a representative example, AI has been involved with customer service for, for years at this point. How many times have you opened up a chat you know, with some product that you use and you know you're not talking to a human and sometimes you can get to a resolution, but you always, well, when you want to, end up talking to a human at the end. Like you need that human element. Yes, it's become more advanced, but again, 
I don't think it can get the job done completely. And as a business owner, we need the humans to do the work here. And we're just looking at this as an enhancement uh, and it making us better at doing our jobs. Can you see concerns that companies start to lean on it too much and, and maybe kind of lose touch with things? I do, you know, because the, the models aren't perfect. They're prone to error. You know, they may not be giving factual information. And it could come to a point where we are leaning on it way too much and we just trust everything that it spits out. And again, like I said, you need to kind of fact check the information. You need to bring that human element to it. You can't just say, okay, you know, well, OpenAI said this, so it has to be right. You know, like we, we, we don't do that, but there is a danger if you start to trust it too much. So we talked about how it's moved so far here in the last few months. Take me six months a year down the road. Like what gets you excited about what the future could hold for this? We have a customer in the generative AI space. I won't necessarily say say who they are, but they're on the forefront of what's in the future. They're on the you know image and video generation side side of the house. So, you know, text to video, text to image, you know, kind of like what we're seeing. I'm sure you, you've seen, you know, examples of those people doing headshots that AI has created and things like that, right? But back in November, I had time to meet you know, with them and they were showing me generative AI technology where they would create 3D images on a standard tablet using their generative AI technology. So literally, I was sitting there like, you know, poking my finger at it, like it was coming out of the screen, you know, which was, was pretty damn cool, in my opinion. Additionally, with their technology, they'll have the ability within the next two years to generate full-length feature films in less than 20 minutes using generative AI. So to me, that's pretty exciting, and that's, you know, giving me a glimpse of what's in the future here when it comes to this type of technology. Is there anything we haven't touched on that the emergence of artificial intelligence in the workplace really gives you pause and think it's something that we really need to, needs to be addressed and maybe some guardrails put on it before it becomes so plentiful and kind of everywhere? I think number one is that we've kind of addressed this already is you can't trust everything that comes at you. You know, you have to fact check it. ChatGPT, for example, well, they have a plugin, which is an alpha state. So it's not even accessible to the general public yet, which will connect to the Internet. So now it can pull data in real time directly from the Internet. We all know, based on everything we've seen in the media about fake news and, you know, all of that over the last you know several years that not everything is, is is true that you find out there so that right there could easily introduce things that are incorrect that people could interpret as fact that's one thing right we can't trust everything secondly i guess it would pertain more to defense type businesses obviously ai combined with drones which may have weapons attached to them that definitely gives me a bit of pause and i'm sure it gives everybody a bit of pause uh, and makes me a bit nervous. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.